Find yourself in the Beachview area of Pittsburgh? Check out the official pizza of this show, Slice on Broadway, sharing an abnormal obsession with pizza we can relate to. Check them out at SliceOnBroadway.com and tell them this show sent you. Hey guys, welcome to the awesome cast right from Pittsburgh, PA. We're talking tech, we're talking geeky things. We're going to have some fun, some fun for the next day, eh, maybe hour ish, and talking geeky, geeky stuff. I'm Mike Sorg, uh, Sorgatron on the Twitter is MikeSorg.com on the interwebs. And with me in studio, back again, John Chichilla at Chilla on the Twitter. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. How are you? All right, all right. Um,. Probably bring your mic. No, no, we got you. A little mic, a little maybe, closer. Maybe, maybe How about a little, I move closer to the mic. That could be a little bit. There you go. Um, so, uh, like I said, we're going to talk some tech. We're going to get into it here in a second. Of course, um, this is episode uh, two hundred three of the Awesome Cast. We record live here Tuesdays at around about six thirty p.m. Eastern time on live.sorgatronmedia.com. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Awesome Cast. We're on Facebook. We're on Google Plus as well. Um, you can also drop us a line at awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com. We're on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Spreaker as well, and hopefully soon on iHeartRadio. One of our other podcasts just got approved for that. So look for Wrestling Mayhem Show and some of our. I think. Just about every other show, except for this one, has been approved. This one just got resent, so we'll see what happens with that. Did you so. get? Did you get like a kickback or? No, we're just in the iHeartRadio app now. No, I, I yeah, but like how you're saying you got you had to reapply? Yeah, you get. Well, we got declined on like this in a Mayhem show for some reason the first time. Uh, but given our shot, Mayhem show got in. We'll see what happens with this one. We'll see um so uh with that uh, let's get right started with the uh awesome thing of the week chilla you got a cool gadget here i do i picked up the drop cam pro um so for those of you who aren't aware of what the drop cam is um it's pretty much just a little webcam that is wireless and you can plug it pretty much and plug it into any power outlet in your home and the setup was relatively easy i i used a, a, a phone to set it up, you can set it up from your computer, Mac, Windows. You can set it up from an Android device, an iOS device, whatever. Um, so far, it's working extremely well. Uh, one of the things that that I really paid attention to, and in, in looking when I was looking for a camera, was not just the quality but the security. Um, they actually have the capability where it's location aware. So you can make it where it'll, if you leave the house, it'll shut the camera off. Or when you get home, it'll shut the camera off. Um, we're using it as kind of a additional baby monitor. So we pretty much having it running most of the time. Um, <clears throat> we're not using any of the cloud recording. Not We're not sharing or anything like that. But the, the app's extremely intuitive. You can actually set up multiple cameras all within the same app which works pretty well. I don't have multiple cameras, but from what I can tell, it's, it's, if it's just as easy as setting up the first one, it works, it works really well. Um, you do sometimes get bombarded with um, notifications on your device. If you have things like notify me when there's motion, notify me when there's sound. Mm -hmm. um, it, is, it is sensitive, which to me is a good thing, not a bad thing. Here's one. Uh, I know a lot, a lot of places use it. Like here's a, a twit.tv. They actually have a drop cam live there so you can see what's going on during between shows and stuff. Can I see what's going um, on? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's pretty cool. And I, and I think people like drop them in other. It, it's nice because you can just put it somewhere and you have something through drop cam like this, you know? Yeah, and it, so, it helps up to your Wi Fi network. I did. I, I did do some research on this, and there were, were a handful of negative reviews in the various um, sites I went to to read the reviews. Um, a lot of it said there was a long there was a long lag, like 10 to 15 seconds. Then other people claimed that there wasn't a lag. Um, I can tell you there is on my network, and you figure the device, the camera has to go out to the internet and then back to your device that you're watching from. Um, on that, I probably get a, about a one-second delay, 
which to me isn't bad. I'm guessing a lot of it has to do with the speed of your internet. Mm-hmm. So if you're on DSL and you're trying to stream, because again, it's going out. Yeah, it's going it's out. It's leaving your network. It's not you're not getting it directly on your Wi-Fi from that camera to your phone. The they they do tout an 8x zoom. Keep in mind it's a digital zoom, um, but the zoom does it, for for what I'm using it for. It it works quite nice. Um, I'm not using, like I said, the cloud DVR service. They do have a couple tiers of cloud DVR mm-hmm. where you can record to their cloud and they'll keep it for a certain length of time. Um, which I can imagine some people wanting for like a home security or, or something along those lines. Um, it looks like they're doing activity recognition, which is a web only beta. What kind of activity? Like, like something's happening or... So you can train it to know what's what, where it's and what it's pointed to and use it to key you off if there's someone in a certain portion of the room or if a certain thing like the refrigerator door is left open for a long period of time. Um, Wow, that's pretty cool. But the plan pricing anyway for the cloud for cloud DVR um, if you want seven days of saved video, it's nine ninety five a month or ninety nine dollars a year. If you want thirty days of saved video, it's twenty nine ninety five a month, two ninety nine a year. Like I said, I'm not interested in the cloud DVR, so I'm not paying a monthly fee. Mm-hmm. Um, I use the app. I've used the app on an Android device. It's worked well. I've used the device, or I've used the app on an iOS device, and I've used it from a browser. So so far so good. Um, it does have two way audio. Obviously, it doesn't have two-way video. Um, so you can talk to the person that's in the room remotely um, via the, the, the two-way mic. I'm surprised how many people have not noticed it in our house. Um, the majority of people, it's sitting up on the mantle, um, have not noticed it. I think my sister noticed it when she, when she was over on Sunday. But other than that, no one's really noticed it. You can turn on and off the notification lights. So if you want to point it in the window and kind of use it as an outside surveillance video camera, um, I think it has a blue light when no one's using it, maybe a green light when someone's connected to it. I can't remember. Really? Exactly. But you can actually, through the app, shut that light off. Um, So if you wanted to kind of put it up in a window and make it not as noticeable, there's not going to be a light in the dark out pointing out your window or whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty nice. Um, we leave the light on just, to, just to keep us aware. I, w- I was a little nervous about the security around it and uh, people hacking into it and whatnot. Um, <clears throat> there's some horror stories out there, but I feel, I feel pretty comfortable with um, the security around the device and the authentication and everything. So I'm going to keep it. Awesome. So as you can check that out at uh, dropcam.com, right? Yeah, and I, word is that, and it worries me a little bit, that Google was eyeing them up. Of course. Of course. Why not? But now Google will be watching everything I do. Uh, they already are. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. glass. There you go. Uh, my awesome thing, uh, I, I was I was doing some research this week, Chilla. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, this is—it's been out actually for a little bit. It kind of caught my attention a little bit more because they just added a super Marvel superheroes pack that's coming soon, I believe. Uh, but Disney Infinity uh, is—I wanted to talk about briefly. Um, of course, this is more on the video game side, but we're just coming off E3, and, and I think we mentioned—we remember, remember last week we talked about—I think there's like the um, amiibos um, that Nintendo's doing with mm-hmm. their characters. Right. Um, this is. You know, again, and of course, we all know about Skylanders, which kind of started this craze, and now everybody else with an actual brand and, and IP is kind of getting into it. This is Disney's play uh, for they've they've been going at for a while. You can get it on, I think, about every major console at this point. Uh, I was seeing versions for the Wii U, and uh, of course, the PS4, PS3. Xbox 360, I think we're out there in the wild when we're looking. Um, and, uh, and But the PC version is actually free to download. So you can go snag it, download it to your, your, your computer, uh, and it actually plays you through this interesting uh, introductory 
sequence, which kind of, you know, you kind of partially play, you know, you get a glimpse at the pirates, at the uh, Monsters, Inc., at uh, the Incredibles, and all that, you know, kind of Disney visuals, uh, you know, that kind of stick out to you, right? And you mm-hmm. get to see how it plays. Um, and then it goes in and you have, like, they give you, it looks, it looks like they give you a... Uh, a Mr. Incredible figure virtually, which means you can go into uh, the toy chest or the play set, uh, which is which is the world where you can play play basically play the video game in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you know they got, and the whole thing is you buy these figures and you get this little play mat, and and I presume it has some kind of NFC in it, and uh, the character gets in your game, you can play as them and have some fun with it. Um, it's a this I could I could get into this unfortunately um you know being a, being a fan of some of the pixar stuff and now with the marvel i, I think they're going to get a lot of people involved with this with the marvel uh, uh connection um but uh it played pretty well on my my poor underpowered windows 8 machine over here um i thought that i mean that machine's pretty beefy uh not really not really oh. it's only got like four gigs of ram it played some games i was also had some other stuff going on in the background so it was kind of lagging so i might want to try it again um but uh wow i don't know what else to say about it they do have uh like i said it's online you can find it for for the consoles uh they actually do have a tablet side of things that you can um uh for ipad and windows tablet you can get it for Hmm. um but that's that's mostly the building and editing uh these playsets these worlds you can actually uh looks like you can build and there's a lot of community ones you can download um so i mean it makes sense to give the game away for free. You go buy the figures for about 12 bucks a pop. It looks like um, you can actually buy them for about six bucks online virtually uh, without getting the actual figure, but then you'll have, don't have a nice collectible figure and, and everything. Uh, I always, I, we were just kind of looking at it cause um, uh, we saw uh mater from cars mm-hmm. and we, and my father-in-law is a big fan <clears throat> of mater. Uh, so we're just like, I wonder if that's something they get into. So we kind of, I don't know. It sparked my interest, and I've been kind of poking at it the last couple of days. Um, so I'm looking on the App Store. Disney Infinity Action looks like you can meet the characters. Is it you have to? It's on the iPad only. It says iPad, but you say is there is there an iPhone version or? There's an iPhone version, but it's like it looks like it's like a add-on, weird offshooty version yeah, of it. Yeah, like you can take pictures of yourself and impl- imp- like import characters into the photos and create your own movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is just a, a play with your iPhone uh, kind mm-hmm. of game. It looks like, so uh, I don't know, but, but it, it's definitely worth checking out if it's, uh, you know, if you're on a PC um, and I think there's probably a demo for the console versions. As but well. you said there's a, there is a iPad and, windows tablet yeah version. yeah and sure see that. that and i think that's more the building side of things maybe not more the action game version of it um i, I don't know it could be because it looks like i don't know the way they were presenting on here um, you get to i'm sure it doesn't run on my ipad since i have an ipad one so oh and you get to pick when you when you pick up the little figures you get to pick which one pick which one you're getting mm-hmm. it's not like some of those have you ever seen those little toys that you'll get like a box and it's like a mystery of which one you're going to get inside. Mm-hmm. I've seen some of those like this is nice because you at least get to pick what your who your character is going to be. Yeah. And they have everything. I mean, they, they like I said, they have cars, they have uh, uh, Monsters, Inc. They have Toy Story. Um, a lot of Pixar. Pixar is well represented here more so than uh, I think a lot of the uh, other Disney characters. Wreck-It Ralph is in here, which just kind of makes sense. Um so, I mean, that's where, you know, people that are super into Disney coming up, super into Marvel. Um, I think this is going to kind of devastate a lot of people. <laughs> so I know some friends. I have some friends that collect toys um, um, pretty heavy. And I would worry when they get into something like this. And, and they have some nice bundles. Like they have like, hey, here's here's a couple of them from Toy Story. Here's a couple of them from Cars. Um, and when you get certain characters, like you get... You know, you get like the 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 pirates one, and it unlocks like the playset to play the pirates version. They even have the Lone Ranger, that horrible hmm. Lone Ranger. 
Now, what's uh, the infinity? What's the infinity base? Um, I think that is required in order for uh, taking your figures and actually importing them into the game. Uh, I think that's what's happening there, uh, from what I understand. So, but no, Disney Infinity. It's Disney.com/slash/Infinity if you want to uh, uh, check out more. So, uh, with that, hey, I want to give a shout out here. Let me see if I can pull something up real quick. I use the right keyboard. Um, of course, uh, Slice on Broadway um, is also going to be Slice and Carnegie. I don't. Well, actually, I don't know what their actual name's going to be. Now that I think about it, uh, but they actually had some uh, pictures up on Facebook. They're going to be opening a new place, and of course, uh, providing pizza for you know anybody that comes in the studio. Like Shilla here, he was munching on it before we started the mm, show, and it's tasty. It is some good stuff. I was jealous. I think Sunday night or uh, Saturday or, or, or Monday or I don't know, sometime over the weekend, uh, Doug Durda was was posting uh, some of some of the ones that he's seen or that he got over the weekend. I want to know what happened when he had all those pizza boxes in the back of the car with his kid. Um, but uh, it, it, like empty, it looked like you just had a pile of pizza boxes <laughs> for some reason. Like not, it, I, I don't know. I Maybe don't every know. time he orders a pizza when he's done, he just throws the box back there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. It's like, here, hold this kid. Um, but a great place. Uh, they were uh, really awesome with us uh, for the uh, Awesome Cast 200. We all... Uh, went down there and did, did a uh, special on location for that. Oh, look at that stuff. Look at that stuff. Oh, maybe. It's not updating. There it is. Oh. There it is. Beautiful, beautiful. And here's a look at their new spot over in Carnegie. Where's Where, that in Carnegie? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the address is. I just Ooh. know it's over in Carnegie. And uh, Oh, there it is. I, I, that wasn't from Doug. That was actually one of theirs I was seeing. They were getting their shipment, it looks like. Ah. So um, so check them out, SliceOnBroadway.com. If you're in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, uh, go support somebody who supports the show. So speaking of which, let's get back into some awesome things. And uh, looks like we may have a couple unawesome things. We'll see how this goes. First of all, I have a couple of tweets I wanted to bring up. Um, first, shout-outs to Chachi, insert coin to begin.com. Had a great article Something cool happening in here in Pittsburgh. Uh, the 8-bit art of uh, Victor Dandridge. They actually had an event, I believe, last Thursday here uh, down at the Tunesium downtown. Of course, the place where uh, the, the great place that, that uh, hosts our Chachi plays for the last several years. And it's a lot of pop culture characters like this. Like you're seeing here, some My Little Pony. Uh, there's a little bit of Doctor Who, Captain Planet I'm seeing there. A little bit of Marvel. Um few shots there and, and they have some uh, additional uh wall art that they threw up i know uh there's some donkey kong you see going on there so it's, it's cool to see them I, I wish i wish they were set up for this when we were over there for chachi place that mm -hmm. would have been the perfect setting uh but we just missed it by about a month uh and, and i guess uh he was saying that that if you go down there like there's a challenge to guess uh, the 159 characters that have been turned into uh, ape art, uh, of which uh, Chachi says here in the article he got 90. Wait, 90 out of the 94 guesses that he made. Wow! So, really cool. Uh, go check it out. Tunesium downtown over on West Liberty Avenue in the Cultural District, um, and uh, and uh, see some cool geeky uh, art. Just just a really good, really good place. A really good uh, cause support um also fuzzy frank Chinoweth that was on here uh just recently uh he was telling us about the the man's was it le mans, the, the mans race that uh they're screaming everywhere uh so he had an awesome picture uh over on instagram he put up last week uh watching it on his several devices you see here's on his looks like his android uh phone or tablet actually it's probably a tablet right or, I don't know. Yeah, and I was wondering, is that Chromecast into his, his TV? Or? Um, well, it actually says, uh, it says two different, two different feeds. feeds. This makes for a great Sunday morning. Well, he also has several Android devices, so I bet he was doing it that way. So, well, it's awesome. That, that is awesome that the app is Chromecastable right off the bat, mm -hmm. too. So, um, and, and I've been seeing a lot of tweets, actually, from people enjoying the Le Mans uh, race over the, over the last week. Um, Old host of the show, join us for 200, Rob De La Creta. He, uh, I, I, I caught this tweet by him. Um, there's a site called Tri Travel by Drum. And, uh, for, well, first of all, the site is, here, here's, here's a look at the site right here. A uh, bunch of tags here, and actually we'll kind of get into our area. 
Well, we're in Pittsburgh. For some weird reason it put me in France when I opened it up. Yeah, it, it, I, I think this is like like based foreign. And, and so it starts you off in Europe. But if you if you tag in Pittsburgh and here, I'll start with somewhere else. But uh, the whole idea, like here, I'll start this in Detroit. It, it pulls you up a YouTube video. And it's a video of going over the cities uh, by drone. See, there's Comerica Park. Uh, there's some other landmarks. They were showing some devastation, it looked like, in Detroit, actually. Uh, but he said in his tweet that uh, notice uh, Pittsburgh is, uh, and I'll get exactly what he said in his tweet. Um, um, uh, just wanted to point out that the Pittsburgh video on travelbydrone.com is better than most other major cities, just saying. And uh, here, I'll just uh, go from the top here on this video, if you want to check this out, Sheila. Um, they looks they look like they did a little bit more treatment to these videos. Really smooth. Like some of them, some of them I saw, you see the um, like the the, the movement of the camera. You, you see know? the movement of the camera, and it actually speeds up and slows down. Yeah, they did a, a picture of the traffic coming over the bridge, mm -hmm. and it kind of you can watch as the as the camera as they kind of move the camera up over the bridge right there. Yeah. The, you can see they're obviously kind of speeding up the... the they're doing a lot of time shifting yeah. this to, to kind of move it along there. So it takes a while for that little thing to go, you know, uh, great, great distances. Versus, I and and some of the other videos, you know, again, don't have this post-treatment. And you when I say you saw the movement, you saw the herky-jerky, like, I'm moving the camera on the device, you know, okay. over here. Uh, versus this is a nicely produced and... Uh, uh, timed piece and everything. Uh, do, they, do they say really who cool. actually like what equipment they used, which drone it was? What? No, it's just a peg, and it goes here. And I got a YouTube video, but I bet if you go through the YouTube, um, we can find out who exactly did it. Pittsburgh from above from Brian Aiken, it looks like, uh, and he did this back in November. And if you get into it, uh, he doesn't really get into it. It's just credits for the music and the song and everything, and. Um, some friends of ours actually commenting on the video so but super sweet video the cool things you can do the kinds of shots you can get with drones i mean remember these are these are shots that used to be helicopter shots or crane mm -hmm. shots and stuff if you get them in the movies and now you can buy uh you know uh, drop a grand on a on a drone and do it all yourself you know with the right uh with the right little bit of skill and driving and and post editing uh some really cool stuff and i bet you you know and i bet you they've done a little bit of stabilization to these two yeah when i like how it starts in the morning mm -hmm. and goes throughout an entire day it starts at sunrise mm -hmm. it's kind of like hands up on the city it, it's it's kind of like it's got that pittsburgh from the air vibe that they were putting on pbs mm -hmm. uh locally here uh over the last couple of years um but you know and you know that was a plane and a helicopter and everything uh so what would awesome. be really cool is if there was just a drone sitting around that you could remote control and take a tour of the city. I think the FFA rules will have to come <laughs> into effect before that'll happen. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, travelbydrone.com. Check out Pittsburgh and check out other cities on there. They got they got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, looks like they got one in the middle of New York. They got some around New York City, up in Connecticut, Detroit, Ann Arbor, um, Chicago. So, uh, yeah, a lot of fun stuff. So um and from that we also got hey this is a story uh you know we're using patreon over on wrestling mayhem show we've got a couple we got a couple people nothing to this great effect and actually i would like to actually uh, we might launch this hopefully if i get time to set it up in the next week i was thinking of uh applying patreon to here at the awesome cast see if people if people dig the idea uh the whole idea for those that don't know uh, Patreon is a, you become patrons of something and say, you say, I want to make a painting or I want to make something in the case that it seems to work for a lot of, in this case, um, I want to make a podcast and, and depending on what it is, and I'd like you to pay, you know, X, you fill in the blank per episode every time i put an episode of it which is really nice if you do a weekly podcast mm -hmm. or or and i actually contribute to two of them by the guy we're about to talk about uh, one's actually a daily tech news show it's actually the name of the show um and you just say you know hey if you guys give us a dollar a month we're going to have enough to do what we need to do right hmm. um when and the other one uh cord killers i actually give a dollar an episode um we're, we're doing a dollar an episode or we're doing a per episode over on wrestling mayhem show and for us we're what we used to give out to the app 
we're also now giving out to those patrons, which is like extra, a little bit extra content, like the stuff we do in between the recordings for the show here on Tuesday nights. And I have some other ideas for awesome casts we might be able to do. Uh, but this is this is the this is the success story. Tom Merritt, of course, he was let go near the end of the year. He was the news guy for uh, Twit.tv, the big thing that I follow um, with Leo Laporte and all them. Um, he was doing it remotely. And uh, had moved it down, moved down to LA because her his wife got a job with YouTube and uh, the YouTube studios down there. Um, and he he was he was set up a remote studio and they were doing their news show using Skype like they do with several hosts across you know several of those shows. Um, and and he was let go and uh, decided, well, I'm going to continue doing what I've been doing. I'm going to do those shows. Uh, name them something else, and we're going to try Patreon to try to support them. Um, and to the point where he's bringing in about $11,000 a month of people just saying, I'm going to donate to your show because I dig it. And we're talking a dollar a month, a dollar an Very episode, nice. you know, varieties. Of mm-hmm. it. Every every week they take a moment, and we, we try to do this when, on the show that we've been doing this with, um, and talk about all the people and and uh, they and and they they give nice like like for the cord killers they do okay you're going to get spoiler in time which is like we're going to talk about what happened on Game of Thrones uh, two days before everybody else gets it mm-hmm. um, we're going to have kind of state of the show addresses every month where the producer gets on and says hey this is kind of stuff we're working on if you're wondering why you know X Y and Z were on the show and kind of you know when we talk about why why we're talking about certain stories so you get the behind the scenes stuff on that for people into the shows um and it's working it's really working and they're not they're not the only ones doing this there's there's a lot of other podcasters that are uh kind of going through the system uh this is this article that uh we tweeted earlier in the week uh on monday um is actually with la weekly so uh under the la weekly blogs uh section uh going through kind of what happened and uh what what Patreon is and uh, and how it's been effective and what they're doing. I-, I love this idea. It's kind of like kickstarting on an episode basis. And you're not requiring everybody to pay. No, absolutely not. And that's you, the nice you thing. Still you can still get your name out give there. Give the show out there. You have this page. It's a nice home on Patreon. And people can give and they don't need to. Um, and uh oh i'm sorry catching up i I thought this was about about this story um (laughs) juggalo john on the last story says i think it was that guy that crashed the the drone in the river um and he's uh, he's talking about the muns and brother sorg maybe maybe because i know he did uh brother brother sorg is saying he's he was uh uh, downloading disney infinity now on his pc and it's done no 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 it's not done because you go load the the the, load the game it's gonna it's gonna do it again um get all the rest of the stuff uh, so, uh, but no, I, I think it's a really cool concept. And, and, um, like I said, I'm putting money where my mouth is. I, I, I started donating to his shows too, uh, to see how they're doing things and see what we can bring over to some of these shows. So, um, so, uh, patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, uh, if you want to check that out. And, uh, again, the article's over at LOAweekly.com and I'll actually tweet it right now, uh, again from the awesome cast account. So. Um, Chilla, why don't we I'm hit up talk, on one? Oh, of your, oh, go ahead. I was actually going to say I want to talk about your Comcast. Okay. Stuff. Okay. So Comcast. Oh, god. This could be a cool idea. It's a cool idea. But this also could be a dangerous idea. Apparently, they're doing this in Houston, Texas, right now. So the concept is Comcast is carving out a portion of all of their wireless cable modems, mm-hmm. segregating it from your home network. And then broadcasting to give people internet, the public. The catch is to use the public Wi-Fi, you have to be a Comcast customer. Mm -hmm. Not a big deal, right? Probably not. Looking around my neighborhood from the looks of things, there are very few Comcast customers. And I was thinking about it in the city where I am most of the day. When I'm not at my house, there's none. So my day-to-day life, I would rarely be able to use it. So this has been also explained to me in the idea that I'm over at a friend's house. And instead of him giving me the password to his network, I get on the public Wi-Fi. 
But again, you have one problem though. Then does it, am I, you're not a Comcast am customer. I, am I a Comcast customer? <laughs> and I go over to your house. What happens then? So that kills that whole argument. You have to be a Comcast customer to leverage it. And I don't know. Is Houston a an area that is exclusively Comcast? No, is there they no have FiOS? A, I, I, there's no FiOS, but I think they have AT and T Uverse. Okay, okay. I think. And so there's that, and then there's the okay. So you claim that you have enough bandwidth to push this off and not affect my home bandwidth, which I could I could believe. Okay, I'm thinking that they would do some kind of. And not to get too techy here, but do like quality of service packet scheduling where so you can give priority to the home network versus the public network. Okay. And if the home network is hitting capacity, it's not going to give it's not going to give it's going to give your house priority pretty much. So but, it is, but it's maybe not. But the other thing is, is that for the typical user, how many people are going through? Because I, I think this is on. I think they were testing it with like 105 megabit per second plans. Mm -hmm. So like, what, what, I think I'm, I'm 75 down. I don't know. I think I'm 50 up. I think I'm 50, 25 myself. Yeah. So for us, if someone and sat. You're Comcast. No, I'm you're not. Fios. I'm Fios. Okay. So. For the average Joe, though, just watching Netflix and they have a maybe a phone and a tablet around the house, probably not a big deal. Yeah. Um, especially if you're on like a hundred and five megabit per second plan. Um, what I don't see is um, some people have said this. This is going to be how they turn on or try to spin up part of a cellular network and that's voice crazy. plans that's crazy and... unless they got crazy range on a lot of these wi-fis i i cannot no, it's 802.11n okay so you're getting what is it like 100 yards line of sight okay okay but yet again you have to have enough houses in the in the area with comcast with one of their modems on this plan and i, I just look at it as i i don't think it's enough for a lot of people i mean it's a nice it, it's a nice to have but the other thing i look at is is how many home routers now come with a guest network on them i can spin up i can i can spin up a guest network in about 30 well, seconds at you home you can but what about the regular population that it's doesn't know how to do that mark. stuff it's a check mark <laughs> <laughs> It's a check mark and give it a name. Well, they they hit the check mark on everybody's router without telling them. And that and that's what bothers me too. That I, I I don't know about. It wasn't opt in. They just turned it on for everybody. Yep. Which yep. I don't think is necessary. And apparently, right. they've been rolling out these new Xfinity routers. And now I remember when I was on Comcast and Comcast, and I had the same router for years to the point where they're like, "Why do you still have this router?" Um, I, they've been actively reaching out. <laughs> Not a Comcast. <coughs> Excuse me, not a Comcast customer here, of course, but I wonder, has as, as anybody else out there been ex, um, updated to this Xfinity network, whatever, um, and gotten this kind of new hardware? Are they kind of forcing those updates a little bit more? Because um, I feel like a lot of people are sitting on old, old hardware. I, I think a lot of people are sitting on old hardware. The one thing I do like about Comcast is at any given point in time, you can take your equipment in and kind of trade up. And I don't think I can do that with Verizon. Yeah, you can't I was do looking, that with Verizon. I was, I was looking for updates because I'm like, do they have a wireless end router now? You got to buy it. And that's, oh man. They, so what I ended up doing is. They need is, to change that soon. So because, what, I mean, Xfinity is going to eat their lunch, you know, saying, hey, we got the fastest router. They're right, you know, yeah. because they but, got a wireless end. What, what I ended up doing was, is I shut off the Wi-Fi on the, on the Verizon router and I just run my own routers behind I, I think it. that's i think that's what i'm going to end up doing i mean i have a secondary one down here in the studio just so i have a strong wi-fi signal down here um but yeah i think i think an n is in my near future now i have some hardware that'll actually run it between the laptop the phones uh i'm sure the tablets do now um i haven't been keeping up with it but we definitely hit i think we definitely hit the wall on wi-fi to the point where i've noticed me i've noticed we hit the we hit the wall on wi-fi and what i ended up doing was pushing everyone else's devices to the 2.4 gigahertz mm -hmm. network. And I have all my stuff on the five gigahertz. So not only do I have better distance range and speed, but I also have my own little network away from everyone else. 
yeah, because I mean, it, it's like we're streaming something on the Xbox, and I'm at Google Hangout, and everything goes. Whoop, yeah, you know. Um, now, is your Xbox wired or wireless? Wireless. Okay. Wireless. Um, probably at least the most of the problems I have with it, and it's a G. Okay. So, so you have the gray adapter. I bought, I bought. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, I well, I, I got it when I first got the Xbox, which was like yeah, that's the only had thing they had. The Xbox Elite. You know, I, I could I can't run uh, not up for running a cord down to where where it's at. And plus, we've moved that thing so many times around the living room. I'm glad we never ran a cord <laughs> down there. So, um, so we actually yeah. have a cord into a router in the back of the TV. My and Wii, it my off. Wii still works fine. I put I put the Wii up in the office and I, I uh, kicked it on, but watched some Hulu on it um, and uh, uh, playing a little bit of Zelda. And uh, yeah, it works just fine. Works for good. The most part. Cool. Uh, it gets hung up. Uh, oddly, gets hung up on the commercials. This has always it, been a problem with Hulu. And it's weird too because the CW, I have the, it has the same issue. Now it doesn't pause or buffer, but the quality is horrible. Really? So I don't know if it's even the CW and they and their content delivery. They don't want to spend as much money on that bandwidth. Yeah. So the video quality is poor. They're not going to push it. Yeah, they're definitely not going to push it. Certainly, but the, but the shows come out looking good. So it's an interesting idea. I don't know about the cell phone idea and, and the whole uh, the, the expand upon that for those those curious. Uh, supposedly, there's been rumor that Comcast wants to start a cell service, and somebody else tried doing this too. Uh, that's Wi-Fi first. So you got to think I'm driving by, and I, if you can toss off to all of these Wi-Fi's on your internal network, it'll do that. If it's good mm-hmm. at doing that. But as a backup, they do have a deal with Verizon that it will talk. So it will do Wi-Fi first and then toss up to the cell. T-Mobile tried this. Yeah. And I mean, they're well, a, that's who did that. That's right. And they're a pretty big yeah. cell carrier and they couldn't make it work. So I, I There's don't know. rumors about Apple might be trying. To no, the this. interesting thing about the T-Mobile was is it could actually go across any Wi-Fi network. Like despite security? No, it could go across if you okay, it's not just like the it's not just homes. the xfinity yeah, yeah. homes if you had if you could jump on a wi-fi network you had service and i think they partnered with for a while some coffee shops and some, 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 some major kind of chains service yeah right? yeah so you could i mean to me that made more sense if i'm at home then i don't use my cell minutes if i'm if i can get to a wi-fi network i don't i'm not using my cell minutes from the from the Comcast perspective, it sounds like I'm going to have to be connected to a Comcast Xfinity Wi-Fi. So I don't know. Let's pull up uh, one of your stories here. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to complain for five seconds and I'm going to steal and I'm going to do two stories in a row. So why are emojis so important? <laughs> so I got up this morning and I, I opened up all the different news sources I read and and every site was talking about how whoever the dark overlord is that runs the emoji network is releasing 250 new emojis. And there's some links on some different sites that send you to like this emojiopedia, which is their own version of a Wikipedia. But that place doesn't even have what the pictures look like yet. They just have descriptions and it's like speaker with airwaves going left, speaker with earwaves going right. it's fun and and then and then they do add on there oh and by the way don't forget you have to wait for the people to to update it so if emojis are built into your os or built into an app that developer or or the owner of the os needs to update so you get the new emojis why this is like such major news Maybe I'm just missing the point or getting old. I've seen, I've seen some texting habits amongst my wife and her friends. I, I emoji, but I can emoji with what I got. Yeah. I don't need a some people bunch of new like, emojis. Some people are texting Pictionary at this point. Okay? <laughs> um, which also makes me wonder. Like, I wonder if we're at the point where... Uh, I mean, how many third world nations have cell phones? How many illiterate third world nations have cell phones? And and I'm sure they're doing just fine with semicolon parenthesis. <laughs> uh, there is a fantastic uh, from TEDx Grand Avenue uh, with, oh, I can't remember his name. He's the one that does 
can't remember thread i think is the company uh but they do a lot of stuff helping with i think it's the dominican republic Mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken and he has the texting from his new friend in dominican republic that they've been helping out which is in all caps and is tremendous to read along with uh so go check out that video on grand avenue uh at grand avenue um but uh i mean i do use emojis i'll say i use them every day i don't consider this like i do the emojis and then i take a picture of myself trying to emulate the emoji (laughs) This is something that happens. I think you should do. I think that should be like a, a three sixty five thing. You could do an emoji of the day. <laughs> do we have enough? Of an, I want to see like Sorg is the kitty cat. <laughs> That's the dog. It's the dog. Oh, wow. But I, yeah. I, but but what do I do when I get to the buildings? I... <laughs> <laughs> He's making. I think he just did the the steeple. Thing. Yeah. I guess that was the church, probably not the building. Probably. probably. I don't know. But one of the one of the more interesting pieces of news, and it's a Kickstarter that I found. Um, there's an OS release called Console OS, and it allows it's it's a Kickstarter, oh. and they are going to build. And that link didn't. What? I got it. I must click the wrong one. Console OS will let you run Android on a Windows PC or tablet. Side note to this, uh, Chachi and I found the Slate 24-inch, I think, mm-hmm. Android tablet at the Best Buy over the weekend. What the hell? A 24-inch Slate? <laughs> yes. What did it uh, Did it run well? Uh, it seemed to. I don't know. Ask Chachi. He's the one that it, it seemed it, it looked like Android. Hmm. You know? But this, they're, what they're saying is for $10... Oh, by the way, on the emojis, teenage girls, teenage girls. There you go. On on the the console OS for ten bucks, you'll get a copy of the pro version, unlimited up free upgrades for life, and you'll actually be able to. This is saying windowed Android apps. Running inside the console OS interface, not Windows. And then one of the things they're saying is, is this is going to be a lot faster than running Chrome, or I'm sorry, Android on top of Windows or in a virtual machine, etc. You can actually also, and, th- and they're actually going to include drivers for specific um, devices like Dell, Dell Venue 8 Pro, Lenovo's Mix 2, the Intel NUC. Um, and if you contribute additional money you can actually give input to what devices um they will actually support so so you get like so five dollars vote what pcs and tablets and two and ones you want the console os to be built for five dollars equals five votes ten bucks you get version one and free upgrades for life and you get 10 votes for what devices you want 25 bucks you get the os and 25 hardware votes so i think it's pretty nice i think it's a good idea and and i like the idea it's a dual boot and not running on top of um as an emulator on top of another os don't get me wrong i use emulators just so i can do some random testing um But this kind of gives you the full quality and it's actually optimized for the hardware that you're running it on. So we're we're talking about like like we're probably gonna do it on slate. Like it needs to be on a device by device basis. Like I can't just probably toss it on this random Windows 8 laptop over here. You could probably toss it on there. The question is drivers. Drivers. Drivers, drivers, drivers. I bet you I bet you your Wi-Fi will work, Mm because everyone uses either the Broadcom or the Intel chipset. I bet you your your Wi-Fi is gonna work. I think it's gonna be the things like the built-in camera, um, the webcam, uh, pieces and parts of that mm-hmm. i think that's where you might get stuck mm-hmm. and or bluetooth if you want something you know if you want to leverage bluetooth that that's where i saw even trying to emulate um mac os the bluetooth stacks a little little rough to deal with and the wi-fi drivers are a little tough to deal with they're about halfway there too mm-hmm. on their kickstarter um mm-hmm. they're they're um at Twenty-eight thousand of their fifty thousand dollar goal with 54, 54 days to go. They could make it. They could completely make it. 
Yeah, I, I think this one's good. I think this one will make it. Uh, I'm definitely going to contribute to this. I think it's it, it's worth it, especially 10 bucks for a, for a license. And I mean, for for some of the devices that they're talking about building for, you can pick up that device as cheap or or maybe even less than some of the Android tablets. And you're then your dual boot and Windows and um, the console OS. Awesome. Something else new this week. Amazon Music is a thing for Prime. Uh, pretty much, it feels kind of like what you do for Amazon Prime Video. Like, there's, okay. a, there's a selection, but we're going to show you all the stuff that's not included, too. Uh, <laughs> I downloaded, well, I had the music app, and I actually have some songs that I uploaded. By the way, uh, they've lowered how many songs you can upload for free. Oh, that's nice of them. So that's nice to know. Uh, that's okay. All those songs are on the Google Music service anyways. Um, since I think they uh, let you have 20,000 songs over there. Still there. They're fine. I'm good. Um, I don't know. I like I liked it from a little bit. I listened to it. Like I pulled out Green Day Dookie and I started listening to that and it played fine. That's all I know. Hmm. Uh, they had, I was looking at some obscure stuff uh, like Twisted. They had the last couple of albums that looked like or at least some of the selections off of them. Like they don't even have entire albums sometimes. Um, but I don't think this is a replacement for Spotify. It's like, oh, I have that too. Because I'm paying for this anyways. Yeah, you're paying for it anyway. It's like, oh, look what, look what I have. You know, you know, I have. You know, there's a, and there was something behind this too. But I was just, I was talking with somebody about. Uh, you ever have that dream where you have an extra room in your house that you never knew about? Like I have mm -hmm. another place to put stuff. It's like you, you, you have the service, and they just, uh, it's like that dream coming true. I have another closet of stuff in this service that I didn't know that and, and I'm it's the same house you know so and it looks like they're going to do an update later on that allows unlimited offline playback but they're not currently available to download just yet interesting and it's to support Kindle Fire, iOS, Android, PC and Mac yeah it looks like it just uh, they updated the music app that they already had um, and and you're good to go so uh, just one more reason to be on Prime, and they did just raise it to from seventy nine to ninety nine dollars. I don't, I don't I, think that's bad. I didn't have a problem with it as a user, you know. Um, I think it's it's catch up, you know. For mm -hmm. as much as I use that, that's fine. I get, I get just shipping alone. I get my use out of it, no problem. Um, so Star Trek might be happening. Um, they are actually NASA is working on a new ship. Um, which they are actually apparently calling Enterprise. Um, they commissioned a design for its first warp speed spaceship, according to articles that were going out this week, including this one from The Verge. Um, there's there's kind of a, I think it's just a concept of uh, what they're trying to uh, put out there with the, the IXS Enterprise, is what it would be called. Um, but no, they are, they do have, apparently they do have on the drawing room table, um, a version of, of light speed that they're trying to break. So who's going to be in there testing that? Oh, it's going to be the monkeys at first. You know that, <laughs> you know, the poor monkeys. And then the monkey's going to come back. He says, you son of a bitch. If I found these people that gave me intelligence. Well, I thought one of the issues traveling that fast was you pass out and could potentially suffocate. Traveling at the end, and this is where you Well, there's problems. a lot of problems. According to Cosmos, we can't go that fast because we don't... Well, what, first thing is, we don't know what happens. I think across the table, we don't know what happens. There's a lot of theories on what happens, but until we can actually actively send something at light speed, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um, I'm but, asking Google. I bet you Google knows. What would happen if you tra traveled faster than the speed of light? It's 186,000 miles per second. Yep. Uh, it says that White and his team at NASA are hoping to make, quote, faster than light travel possible with Alcubierre drives. The drives, named for the physicist, I'm not even trying that again uh theoretically uh work by distorting space time 
by expanding the space behind the ship and contracting the space in front of it. The IXS Enterprise could drastically speed up our space travel potential, making a 4.3 light-year journey to Alpha Centauri in around two weeks. That, there you go. So uh, just, I don't know that that thing's going to disappear into a hole and no one's going to find it. And then everyone's going to be scared. I don't know. Or it just like explodes in in in, in a burst of dark matter and it envelops our solar system. And that's it. You never. But it's nice to see somebody's working on this. So somebody is working on they're not calling it light speed. They're calling it faster than light travel technology. And I don't, I don't know, know, is there that. a difference in that or was it just we're trying not to sound like Star Trek? Other than the fact we named our ship the Enterprise. Well, and, and I don't think it's that. I think it's that they realize they probably can't get it going that fast. So as an object approaches the speed of light, its mass rises if an object tries to travel 186,000 miles per second, it, it mass its mass becomes infinite. So does the energy required to move it. For this reason, no normal object can travel as fast or faster than the speed of light. So maybe it's like 99.9 repeating percent <laughs> as fast as the speed of light. It's saying faster than light. So, so maybe if we go faster than that point, everything's just fine. Could be. You don't I don't know. know. You don't know that. You're not a scientist. You're not a light scientist or something. Right? So your mass will double at 90% the speed of light. 10% the speed of light, its mass will only be 0.5% more than normal. I don't know. This sounds like a bad idea. They're going to break something. They're going to break the space-time continuum. It's going to be like Back to the Future. We're going to be in alternate 1985. Or just be even more confusing like the Marvel Universe. Um, and I got to see here, you got iOS Beta 2 drop today. Are you playing with that? I am playing with that. I, I only have it on my iPad for right now. There's yeah. an application that I use that is not... It actually, out of the probably, I don't know, let's just pick a number, 75 apps that I probably regularly mm. tinker with. Um I have one app that crashes on launch. So that app, so I have it on my iPad so I could keep that app and keep using it on my phone. It's something I have for work. So I kind of need it. Mm -hmm. um, it that's actually what allows me to access my mail, my contacts, my calendar, the internet at work, uh, pretty much everything that gives me a gateway and in, into work when I'm not physically at my desk. Mm. So it's kind of important. Um, I hear they're working on an update, the vendor that we use. So I'm liking it so far. I didn't notice a huge, I, I know a lot of people are saying battery issue. Um, I didn't see that on the iPad. Have you played uh, any with the um, uh, Hey Siri? I have not played with Hey Siri because it has to be plugged in and have Wi-Fi on at the same mm -hmm. time, which throughout my day at work, we don't have Wi-Fi. And so therefore I can't use it. And when I'm at my desk, I'm plugged in, but then I can't use it because I don't have Wi-Fi. I haven't played that much with it, and I think it would be more useful on the phone. The interesting catch to it is, is the one of the things is you have to be plugged in to use it right now. I'm guessing oh, they'll they'll do something to fix that. I bet it's going to be the new phone has a chip right. that does it, and then the rest of us are going to have to do that. But one of the interesting things is, is for all the people that use some kind of external battery case that mimics a charge, you're all going to have it natively anyway. And then you're on a maybe... Hotspot that mimics a Wi-Fi, right? You're good. Yeah. So I, I, I'm, I'm the, the interesting thing I've seen some of the the stuff where they have like the battery shaming, where you can see what what apps are using the most. Really, battery they call power. it battery shaming? It's not. That's not what. It's, that's what people are calling it. Okay. Um, the interesting thing is, is the thing that uses the power, the most power on my device is the home and lock screen, and the and the general UI. Um. Occasionally, some of the games I play will spike that up. Um, what else did I play with? The the new messaging, I love. That's my favorite part. You can click on the information for a message thread, and it brings up a summary and all of the photos that were sent throughout the stream. So I'm really liking that. Now, I'm not running 
the beta of the OS, which I will be installing at a later date. Um, so uh, continuity and handoff and everything I can't really test. I heard today that with the new, because they also dropped the beta for, for Yosemite. Um, with that handoff starting to work, but it's only working, I think, to respond to text messages. The voice handoff isn't working yet. Keeping in mind, we're months, months and probably eight, bait, seven, bait, six, six betas away from from launch. So There's a lot of time for it. There's it's, plenty of it's time. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We'll probably see another beta in two weeks. And then probably after that, we won't see another one for 30 more days. So if, if you if, if you Google iOS beta history, you, you'll have a thousand different hits with timelines and comparisons throughout the years of of what shape or what the, what the timing is between the betas the first two are usually two weeks apart yeah right. so so i'm excited for for what's coming out and I'm, I'm hoping that app gets fixed so i can also use it on my phone that's that's a big thing for me i'm still waiting for 4.3 uh hey real quick i'm wearing them this week look i'm wearing my glass again chilla uh i've been trying to during the week just i I don't want to. I'm really worried about going out in public because the Daily Show just told the world that we're all glass holes. Glass holes. So I'm kind of a little more concerned. There was uh, a movie theater chain. There was some. There was too. some jackass uh, that did threaten to punch me in the face uh, at Chachi Place, but he was also just all all around an asshole um, and wanted to time challenge everybody and all that crap. Um, That's really nice of him. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, you know, we're doing a charity thing here, buddy. He's like, oh, like, oh, what do I do to get in? It's like we told him, like, that's fifty bucks for a spot, you know. He's like, it's a charity. It's like, oh, that's mm-hmm. a little too much. It's like, did you listen to us when we told you it's a charity? <laughs> was this um, just someone that walked in off the street? Yeah, he, he was just somebody that walked in off the street. I was just like, yeah, I heard, uh, he was in town for something at the hotel up the Wyndham or what, whatever that is up there uh, that the furries always stay at. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, and I had to talk to him. Um, yeah, he was just a general douchebag. Um, and, and that is like the only time I've had any resistance, uh, wearing this thing in public. And I was the only time I've worn it in public for a while too. Um, though I, you know, considering doing a little bit more, um, I hate wearing it on hot days. It's just like an extra thing on my face when it's 85 degrees out. Do I really need that? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, generally just around the house to kind of stay connected as I'm toiling, you know, down here in the studio or doing chores or or as I'm working uh, in the office. Uh, sometimes if I'm driving around some errands or something. Uh, but I try to, like, I went to Chipotle to go pick up dinner and I was like, you know, I'm just going to leave this here. You know, mm-hmm. I think my dog will keep an eye on it. Um, you know, I just, I'm not interested in answering questions sometimes i just want to kind of use it if they could get the price down well here's my problem too and, and i've been telling everybody for for four or five months now now that they've let everybody buy it it's like no don't unless you got a really really good concept really good reason for this thing that's worth fifteen hundred dollars for you yeah not just to have and send tweets like i feel like most of the thing that happens is i get my tweets which is, it feels horribly, horribly undervalued for what it is. Mm-hmm. They've added a lot to it. I mentioned, I think, before the show. Uh, okay, Glass. Uh, they've added a few more commands. Like, I noticed... Uh, oh, I'm starting to take notes. So, But, they, <laughs> but they, you can tweet directly straight from OK Glass. Send, and I can hear it saying... I can say, post an update. No, that's fine to place. OK Glass, post an update. Testing Twitter on AwesomeCast live. And since, um, so post an update goes to Twitter. Post an update goes to Twitter, and it does say if you're like, well, what does that mean? Because one was like, uh, okay, glass, um, take a note, and it does actually remind you take a note with Evernote. Um, so when it gets in there, mm-hmm. if you forgot all the crap you turned on on here, okay. Um, I'm really excited that the Google bought Word Word Lens, so you know that's going to be just an integrated mm-hmm. thing, and that's the thing that we talked about several months ago. I, I did a little bit of video with it uh, where I went up to the uh, grocery store that's pretty much per- turned into a bodega, uh, and I was reading some of the Spanish stuff, uh, and, it, and it translates everything, and it's free. They've they've opened it up. The language packs are all free on your iPhone since they bought it, so you can actually. 
uh, uh, go and get WordLens on, I think, both Android and iPhone. Download your language packs, whatever you need, and go ahead and, and go it. for it. So uh, use it. Go. Uh, if you can't find anything, go download it. Go to Google. Tell it to translate something to Spanish and see if it translates it back. But I, I noticed in your link here, it's talking about they're trying now to appeal to businesses. Yes, they're opening it up. They they announced five business partners. Uh, and I, I followed through uh, one or two of these links. On, probably not the one I have linked here. Okay. Uh, but there's a hospital in Boston that they use Google Glass and they have QR codes on each of the, um, the rooms, the patient rooms. And they look at that and it updates them with the information of who's in that room right now. Like that's a practical use. That's for a practical this thing. use. And that, it gives that's you great. information about the I mean, person in the room. I mean, hell, they're using iPads over at the MedExpress, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this this stuff is going to keep going. Um, but aside from that, it, uh, there's a couple companies that have just been doing really good business. Uh, you know, more like you know your level business mm-hmm. kind of. And I could see using it even in what I do mm-hmm. in, in some way shapes and wouldn't forms it be great and i don't know maybe this is this is pie in the sky but wouldn't it be great if you know for you you work at a bank or you work, yeah you won't work at the bank you work at the bank they don't let me touch the money they don't let you touch the money um but maybe seeing them have google glass as the tellers and the face recognition is kicked in by then and it recognizes uh customers hello mr smith you know mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, would you like to check on the your loan while you're here, or, or something like that? You know, I could even see it for whiteboarding out stuff and taking a picture of the whiteboard, and mm-hmm. or having network diagrams up in my line of vision as a reference as I'm also working on something or designing something. Mm-hmm. I could just see, I could see it coming in handy. Even if I had like that kind of voice rec on my machine to be able to be working on something over here. And this is why I want Android in a window. So I can say, okay, Google, search for blah, 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 blah. And then I should be able to like pick the links while I'm actually typing out presentations or working on something mm-hmm. to automatically find that just in time reference and, data. And, and just a real quick, we, we do have to get going here, but uh, one is called APX labs. It makes skylight the leading business software for glass. For instance, Augmex uh, doctors uh, uh, pulling information. This sounds like this is the uh, QR code thing. We were talking about something called crowd optic detects significant broadcast events from mobile and wearable devices, provides breathtaking content for live broadcast and context aware applications for sports, entertainment, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, something called guide go. Uh, this is all like the company lines and stuff. Um, wearable intelligence is another one uh for glassware for energy manufacturing healthcare and more uh and this is their glass certified program so this is the first step of them saying okay this is the stuff that we're and, and it, we, it doesn't re- it's not really clear how well they're going to vet everything mm-hmm. just yet but with that we'll we'll keep on that i'm sure there'll be more glass news uh throughout the weeks um of course i know we got google io coming up amazon announcement tomorrow oh, that's tomorrow that's right tomorrow what is it? Ooh, it's saying, the ooh phone. Maybe. It's going to be 3D. 3D, man. Uh, you know, just test. There's a 3DS uh, I found at the mall. It's a kiosk. I didn't just find it. <laughs> um, and, and I go you to, stole it off a little and kid. Of course, my wife, you know, 3D doesn't work. And I'm just like, hey, how does this work for you? And she's like, I got a head- I have a headache right now. I'm like, okay, there we go. <laughs> so, and I'm sure you're going to be able to turn. I would think you would be able to turn it off. Hopefully on the phone. Well, why would I get this? They're, phone? they're claiming. We'll see. we'll see. We'll see what this is. I'm not going to speculate. We'll see what this phone is. I, I don't care until they have it. Uh, it's probably not going to be for me, anyways. Um, I'm going to order three. You are going to go to WizardCon Philly. Yep, going to the, this a, weekend. Yep, this weekend. I'm off to Philly. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, look me up on Twitter. Um. Chill on the Twitters. Less exciting. I'm going to Western New York with Spotty Cell Reception. Ooh. Mm. Um, and then we got Google I.O. the week after. Oh, next week. Other thing. Next week. Uh, speaking of road trip, I'll hopefully get to poke around with it. Uh, we have a new car, and it has Microsoft Sync. Ooh. Now, it's a co- It's not one with the touchscreen. I don't think it even has AppLink, but it's got a lot of the voice command stuff. And oh, does it work pretty well? 
Uh, I it's not my car. Ah. <laughs> Uh, but going on a road trip, I'll have a little bit more time to, I think, poke around at it. So, um, you know, it has all the Bluetooth. So it's, it's our first car with, like, the Bluetooth. What's your car thingy thing that you plug the cartridge in? What? Oh, uh, automatic? Yeah, there was an update for that today, I think. Oh, I'll have to go check it, that it, out. And you can check to see how much fuel you have at any time or something like that. Really? Yeah. Good, because my gauge is... I think unreliable. If it can replace my temperature gauge that went as well, that'd be great. There you go. That'd be great. <laughs> Just replace the whole dashboard. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's things that do that. Mm -hmm. um, I know uh, Frank has something that will just pull up all the tax that you don't see. Oh. Like on his Android. But you know, I think it's, again, you get an OBD port thing like that and it communicates with it over Bluetooth. So, hmm. and yeah. Um, right. And, of course, Google I.O. next week, uh, June 25th. So we'll probably be talking about that. Guys, what? What? That's Wednesday. That's Wednesday. We'll talk about that the next week. Jeez. Guys, Chilla, you have stuff. You're on Chilla. You're I'm on, I'm, you're, I'm on you're, Chilla. You're, you're I'm on Chilla. myself. You're in Chilla mode on the Twitters. At Chilla on the Twitters. At, at Chilla. John's Chilla on the Facebooks and Google Pluses and such go go ask them your googly questions or your beta questions all that kind of stuff i'm sorgatron at sorgatron on the twitter mikesorg.com sorgatron media for all the other stuff we do around here uh we might be doing something fun at alpha lab gear tomorrow so look for the twitters for that um is that so tomorrow or that's tomorrow. upcoming that's the maker day uh the presidential maker day so uh alpha lab gear is opening their doors and, t and inviting a bunch of social media and media people to come down and talk yeah, to their people cool. so that should be fun especially after just seeing demo day recently um when there so, was a maker thing with obama today that's what that's what this is in conjunction okay. with apparently uh from what i can tell so i, I think i'm going to take a camera down and uh maybe talk to some of these groups um so i mean it, that's one of the things i want to do and i'm hoping with the patreon maybe we'll kind of establish that because I, I i think i think i want to use the patreon as a i, I would love the idea because I, I you know maybe we'll see what users think of this i like this show as more a conversational about tech kind of thing and much like we did the wrestling show we kind of spun it out to an interview show mm -hmm. i would love to do an awesome cast interview every week and we reach out to some of these companies or other people doing cool things um just kind of all around in tech and, and social media and everything so uh i mean that's one of those brainstorm ideas that's we'll a great see. idea that's a great idea I, but we gotta I, if we can get the patreon going if we can get enough to make it worthwhile uh i'm not allowed to start any more shows <laughs> just to start a show so you have to build and, oh man do i have ideas um but anyways uh with that uh again live Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, roundabout at live.sorgatronmedia.com. We're at AwesomeCast on the Twitters. We're also on Facebook, on Google Plus as well. And uh, you can drop us a line at AwesomeCast at sorgatronmedia.com, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Spreaker, audio and video forums, however you want us. Uh, so with that, thank you to our awesome chat room that's been jumping all night. Uh, you've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. <laughs>